Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to AM Slate Lifestyle Podcast. I am so excited to see you here, and I'm just so grateful that I have this opportunity to share my voice on my experiences within my life when it comes to self-belief and self-love. Now, listen, I went through a hard life my first 30 years of being here, actually like 28 years of being here not saying that being a baby actually you know counts but I struggled a lot with believing in myself because of certain things that I was taught or saying that I wasn't able to do certain things because of the way my religion was or the way I looked whatever the case was but I'm here to tell you right now that there is another way you can start believing in yourself and you can start believing in yourself today not saying that it's going to be easy but it's all in the change of your mind you just have to change your mindset and I'm here to help so I believe that's why you tuned into this podcast am I right Am I right? I think I'm right. (laughs) All right. So if you are interested in learning more about how you can believe in yourself and start loving yourself, start taking better care of yourself, then this is the podcast for you. So stay tuned and listen to this episode. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks that's going to help you out and that you can start applying as soon as you get done listening to the podcast. All right. I meant to say, if you aren't already, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Okay. A dot M slay underscore lifestyle, okay? Hit me up in my DMs, y'all. Check me out in the comments, okay? Let me know what you think. All right, next episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, AM Slay Lifestyle. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between uh, spirituality and religion and how I feel like, personally, that religion, being in religion has affected me versus being into spirituality. So let me give you my brief um I guess you could say definition of both religion and spirituality. So my definition of being in religion is doing something uh, like that you practice and you're doing it constantly, like all the time. It's like a routine for you. Uh, so say, for instance, like um, like you get up, uh, you always brush your teeth, you always wash your face, you do it like some people say religiously. Um, so you do it like consistently. You're like always on it. You're always um, not always mindful of it, but you do it sometimes without even thinking. Um, it's just like almost like your own automatic. Um, with spirituality, I feel like spirituality is more free more open, more, um, just more, I guess my definition, accepting, like there's no, um, walls or boundaries from, um, that you have to like kind of force your way through. It's just free. It's just open, you know? Um, so that's my small little 
whatever I can get out of it <laughs> definition. Um, so let's talk about me being in religion and how that has affected me first. So I grew up as a Christian. If you've heard my other um, two, no, three um, episodes, uh, you know that I was a Christian. My grandmother was a bishop. Um, everybody in my family grew up Christian. All my aunties, uh, on my mom's side anyway, all my aunties, my mom, my cousins, we all grew up in the church. We grew up uh, believing that the Sabbath was on Saturday. So that's what we believed. And um, also, uh, we believe, you know, Jesus was our Savior, basically. And um, he was the Messiah. Let me say it that way. And um, what else? Uh, No sex before marriage. Um, Believed in mercy and grace. uh, The devil. um, Demons. That sort of thing. Also, um, growing up, uh, my grandmother didn't really like when people cut their hair. Well, well not people, but women, uh, especially in our family, would cut all their hair off. Um, she was at the beginning of me being uh, growing up in Christianity. She was more um, strict on certain things. So like um, going to church and uh, women having pants on, uh, you need to wear a dress or, you know, cutting your hair too short. Um, we didn't celebrate Halloween. Um, just different stuff like that. Um, also, I wasn't uh, necessarily allowed, especially at the beginning, to watch movies like Harry Potter or The Craft or Practical Magic or anything like that. So, growing up that way, I felt um, pretty um, close-minded, really. Um, I also felt like I was taught to never question uh, what I was taught. In so many words, you know, they would tell you, don't question God. But it's like, what? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, why can't I ask a question? You know, it was so restrictive, you can only do certain things. You couldn't wear certain things. Uh, you couldn't curse. I mean, it was really just, it felt like slavery. Felt like slavery. And I was born into it, so I didn't really have a choice of what I wanted to be. I didn't have a choice if I wanted to be a Buddhist or if I wanted to be a um um, Muslim or whatever the, you know, other religions had to offer. I didn't have a choice. This was what I was born into be. This was, this is what's right. Uh, and don't question it. If basically, if we followed it, then you should follow it. That's basically how I grew up. Um, so what I feel like with being in religion, how it affected my, uh, belief in myself, my um my just self love it affected it quite a bit i must say and i really didn't realize how much being a christian affected what i thought about myself or what i thought you know about myself as far as like what i could accomplish etc cetera, etc cetera. it until like 
probably the last past two years, I really realized how bad it affected me. Like, so for instance, like in Christianity, I know for sure I can only speak about Christianity and not saying, let me disclaimer, not saying that Christianity is just terrible and bad. This is my personal experience. This is what I got from being a Christian. And this is why I am no longer considering myself to be a Christian. Okay. So my experience with being a Christian, the majority of it was not the best, I will say. So, um, it was always like you had to pray to some big man in the sky and hope that he would bless you. Um, to me, that felt like just so, so weird and so wrong, but I never knew why it felt weird and wrong to pray to some big man in the sky. And if I didn't do right or didn't do what he asked me to do, if something bad happened to me, then that was my punishment for not following his orders. And it was like, how can you live a life, a true life, if you're always trying to please somebody that for sure that you that you feel like anyway, doesn't exist or you've never seen them. But then that's how they put faith on you. Like, you know, uh, faith is, you know, side of them as a in the size of a mustard seed. Lord, I probably even said that wrong. But, you know, you got to believe in what you can't see. Um so I would just, you know, keep going with that. But it was it was just weird to me that I'm getting punched by somebody by wanting to do something that I wanted to do. And a lot of things I can personally say for myself, things I wanted to do, I didn't feel like were wrong or were wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm just experiencing life. So that's one thing. The other thing I felt was kind of off for me was how pastors or deacons or bishops or um, apostles would treat people that weren't at their status. It was almost like, if you're not me, if you're not the pastor, don't touch me. They would have like security guards around them. Now, my grandmother did not have security guards around her. She was a bishop. I will say that my grandmother was very um she was very gracious she was very kind person obviously I love my grandmother so much because I'm trying to tear up um but she is no longer uh on this earth she has moved on but yeah so my grandmother even though she was a Christian was still a great um Great person to look up to um, as far as in Christianity. Now, some stuff I still did not agree with her on, like, um, you know, if you were gay, they would, you know, kind of shun you, you know, a little bit like, oh, you know, don't bring your girlfriends over here or don't bring your boyfriends over here. You know, we don't do that over here. Don't bring any gay stuff over here. But, you know, I'm... <laughs> It was just different stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm gay. I'm just saying that this is some stuff that happened to other um, cousins of mine. Now, I will say towards the end of my grandmother's um, life here, she did loosen up quite a bit. And I feel like in her mind, she realized what life was supposed to be about, uh, what life would really, really was towards the end. 
So uh, that uh, that was just beautiful to see in itself. But like I said, other than my grandmother, other pastors, other bishops would like, it's basically like they were above you. So they had to have all their security guards, like people like, like, not saying that these people are just bad or terrible, but some in my mind, I find something kind of weird about this. But you needing to have security like Creflo Dollar and um, all these other big pastors uh, out there. I know you're you're bringing the word, uh, as you say, or you know, it's almost like you know being famous, but they're being famous for for. I don't know. It's hard for me to explain. So let me let me get off that. Let me let me let me keep going on my story. So anyway, but um, I remember one time um, a pastor um, that I was um, attending his church in the Nashville area. And um, I felt like at the time the Holy Spirit was trying to tell me to tell him something that needed to be said or done and um I don't know if you're familiar with um Kojic churches which is a you know another type of church within Christianity but you know they speak in tongues and they shout and they dance around and stuff like that that's what people call the Kojic church but anyway so um I went up to him I was um speaking in tongues I guess you could say and I went, you know, was wanting to talk to the pastor. I didn't come in the aggressive way or anything like that. It was very like gracious way. And his security guards came and like kind of like pushed me and moved me away. Like, you know, uh-uh. uh, I think if I remember correctly, you know, I kind of went up to him and was talking to him. I think I might have like, you know, like touched his hand or something like that. And they just pushed my hand off and kind of pushed me away. Like, why are you touching him? And to me, that was like, whoa, time out. Are you kidding me? So he's so above, he's so, you know, talking to God that he can't listen or speak to somebody that is in your church, paying their ties. You can't take a moment to speak to me. It was just weird. The whole situation, it's kind of hard to explain because you really almost would have to have been there to know what I'm talking about because it was an open service. So he was doing like his laying or praying on people, like laying his hands on people, whatever, you know, which I feel like laying hands on somebody is like basically like passing your, your energy to them. But anyway, and yeah, you know, he was in front of me, you know, you praying on me, you touching me. So I can't, you know say something to you back. You're the only one that has the the lifeline from God, you know, to God, to you. I don't have that. And that's how it always comes across in, uh, in Christianity and in religion for me. I also had a pastor, you know, try to break up me and my husband by trying to find dirt on him and telling me, thinking that I didn't know. Short story, me and my husband, we met um, when I lived in Knoxville and, uh, we connected right away, dated for two weeks and got married and been married ever since we've been married for seven years. But this pastor literally found somebody in his family that knew him, found out his name, 
found out information about him and called me and told me because he didn't want, he thought in his mind that I was going to leave the church once I married him because I was the uh, youth ministry and dance ministry person at the time. But really what made me leave is the fact of what he did as far as trying to scrunchle up on dirt on somebody. Like basically the way he came about it was like, oh, he's not worthy. He's a sinner. And, you know, you don't need to be with a sinner, basically. And it was like, I'm sorry. I, you know, if we're going to go on that route. I thought we were all sinners. You know, if you're going to if you're going to pull that card. But it's just it's so many things that like I got backhanded in in religion not saying that these these pastors or these bishops you you know you're not supposed to see them as perfect uh I, you know I never did it was the fact that they told me not to look at them that as if they were perfect but then treated me as if they were above me and that they were better than me that was my thing about that so yeah um I mean even, you know, I honestly, growing up, I, this is going to get into my spirituality, talk what the difference is and why I went to spirituality versus being a religion Christian. But anyway, I grew up loving watching stuff about witches and tarot cards and astrology and different things like that. I was like, Yo, this is where it is at. Like, yes. But of course, growing up the way I did, ah, 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 that is a big no, no, honey. Pick up that Bible. That is the only book you will ever need. And you pray and you fast. And that's how you get close to God. And you sing your songs about how you're not worthy and different stuff like that. Now, I'm sorry if I'm coming off a little bitter, a little bitter, 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 honey. But I'm not going to lie. I kind of am. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I still got a long way to go to not feel so bitter towards Christianity. But it's just so much like backlash now I'm never going to be mean to somebody or mistreat somebody that is a Christian because in my eyes we're all human but I even now even now I had to no 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 no. let's go back I had to switch from A.M. Slay being on uh, one of my other pages that's now called um the fashion flow and make a whole new page for A.M. Slay lifestyle because people that I thought were cool and my friends and were a little bit more open-minded stopped following me once I showed that I was into tarot cards and astrology. I'm not going to lie. Hurt my feelings. Because it was like one of the people in particular not going to say any names, but I knew her for a very long time. And all they say about Christianity and what you should and should not do, honey, left and right, was doing it, popping, okay? Sleeping around, taking drugs, you know, getting a couple of things as far as diseases. You know, I'm not going to put nobody out there stealing, you know, some of these people. I mean... And you going to judge me off of some cards and talking about stars and moon and planets that's really out there and how they affect me because they have energy. Everything is energy. 
Are you serious right now? Like it hurt that that hurt me to the core. And this is why I'm still bitter towards religion and especially Christianity. Because Christians, they talk a good game. They will talk about love and grace and forgiveness and mercy, but not will not show a bit of it towards anybody that doesn't agree with them or that doesn't follow the same practices as them or is not willing to listen to them. Now, they want you to listen to them, but when you have something to say as far as what you practice, they don't want to listen to you. They'll shut you down. It's almost like a cult in a way. Religions in general, it's like a cult. And it's, oh, Lord. I mean, they'll preach more about the devil and what the devil does to somebody versus, you know, love and harmony and all that. They'll, I've heard more preachers preach more about the devil and what he doing and don't let the devil get. Man, what I've come to realize is that, honestly, there are negative spirits out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that um, negativity and negative spirits and people that want to feed off of negative stuff does not exist. They completely exist. Yes, they do. However, I do not believe in a um, devil that comes and whispers in your ear and tells you to do stuff. And he, and then all of a sudden you're going to point at him and say that he made me do it. No, ain't wrong. That's another thing that I had to get away from in religion is not taking responsibility for the things that you do or think. Always blaming it on somebody else. It is never your fault. You would take credit for the good, but never the bad. I would take credit for all my bad and I would take credit for all my good. Okay? Period. Period. And, you know, just the fact that you're blaming something that you don't even know really exists or not. How do you not know if that is, if that wasn't you that you're trying, that you have been trying to press down, depress, press down within yourself? And it just so happened to rear its really ugly head because you've been pressing it down so long of you trying to dodge, dip and dodge uh, to uh, hold up these practices of 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 um, being holier than thou. I, I don't get it. Not saying that negative spirits can't come in and possess people's bodies or nothing like that. I personally have seen that myself. Yes, I have. Not saying that does not exist. However, I also feel like that that may happen because something about you is enticing it. Something about you wants something negative in your life not saying it's actually negativity but you're fiending for something that is different from you and you're so weak that you make yourself vulnerable to negativity and after a while it becomes a part of you and it starts eating away at you and starts rearing its ugly head okay you know like they say um real recognize real so that's why I think uh, good recognize good. Good spirits recognize good spirits. So if you're going to, you know, be uh, pulling on a good spirit, then you're going to get good spirits. 
spirits and bad spirits recognize bad spirits and if you're trying to hold back on your bad spirit and one of them bad spirits catch a wind of your spirit that part that's negative you're trying to hold back that they know baby it's a little bit higher than that good one then you're gonna attract that i hope everybody get what i'm saying on that i hope you do all right so now that I done got that all off my chest. Now, once again, this is just my experience, people. I'm not down in Christianity or any other religion. This is my experience and what I came across in my time in Christianity and my time in religion. Now, all right, let's get to the good part. Well, a good part for me. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about spirituality. Now spirituality like <laughs> when i say the word <laughs> i just start to smile like it's crazy but anyway so um my spirituality journey started when i got married to my husband and we've been married 7 years if i as i said before and that's when it really started for me because he grew up in Christianity too. But with his parents, they were a little bit more open as far as like being able to talk more openly about stuff as far as like questioning things or, you know, different stuff like that. So when I met him, it was like he brought to my attention how close-minded I was and then why did I think things had to be like this way and you know it has to be this way you have to go to church like I was almost like forcing him to go to church with me and um basically like just forcing him to like pray over food I believe um I condemned him a lot about him having kids before he got married but yet I was with him I mean I'm just saying so it was a lot of stuff I tried to condemn him for his past and things that he did. And that's why when the pastor called me and was trying to tell me about his past, it was kind of like, oh, wow. OK, I already know this. Thank God he told me the truth already, but I'm already condemning him for it in a way, too. But also it made me look side eye at the pastor as well. So it was almost like I was passing judgment on the pastor for trying to condemn my husband but I was condemning him like 24 7 like seriously but anyway he got me opened up to being more open about what questions I had within the religion that I was practicing and I mean he bust that door wide open you hear me I mean so much but now I um so what I believe now let's talk about that I believe Jesus really was here. I believe he was a man that came, that had a mission to open people's eyes about who they really were. were. Like open their minds about awareness and who they really are as far as like you are a spirit having a human experience. We're all one. So how are you judging yourself? This this person is you. So why are you passing judgment on this person? I am you. 
So don't pass judgment on me because we are all one. When you put us all together, that's humans, that's um, bugs, that's trees, that's objects. All of it has energy. And when you put us all together, we are the God. So it makes no sense why you're passing judgment on somebody else. We're all here to have a journey. Basically, I feel like that's what he came down here to teach. Now, I feel like he was persecuted and crucified because the powers that be at the time and still are, you know, people that think they're better than somebody else. So they need to control everything to make sure people don't get out of order. So we all don't know the truth. I feel like that's what he was fighting against at the time, which is the Pharisees and all of them. Um... They didn't like that. They didn't want everybody to know, oh, they don't have no control over me. Oh, they can't tell me what to do. I know what to do. It's all in me. We are one. What you know, I know. They didn't like that. So that's why he got crucified. Because they didn't want nobody bringing out the truth. I don't believe that he was here. I, be I believe he was here to to um tell us a truth i don't believe he was here to sacrifice his own life to save us all just so we can go to heaven heaven is i believe now is a state of mind just like hell is a state of mind and trust me <laughs> i know what each one is like now i don't know so much of heaven i will say that i'm still getting there i'm still getting there but hell I know perfectly well, honey. Been there. Okay? Hell to me is like insanity, basically. Reliving the same thing over and over and over and over again. And you just can't let it go. I don't know if any of you have ever watched Lucifer. Love that show. Love it. I've even watched newer episodes on um, Netflix. But... In that show, Lucifer, who is Satan in a way, um, his hell is people reliving bad things in their lives over and over again. And it's continuous. So say, for instance, somebody uh, um, got put in hell for killing somebody. And the last thing that happened to them was um, they somebody that they killed mother came in and killed them you know in their house um while they were sleeping they woke up and they saw him in the shop they would relive that moment over and over and over and over again we as people okay we as people do that we relive traumas and that's what that is hell is like a trauma okay we relive that over and over again. And we take it into each part of our day and our life. I don't know if ever, anybody's ever been triggered. I've been triggered a couple of times. But like somebody would do something or say, oh my gosh, you so stupid. Oh my God. And they could be joking. They could be joking. But because people used to call me stupid when I was little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then... It would like bring back an old memory. And then that old memory would will traumatize me. And then I would get all this burning inside. Anger. Burning. I would get all this burning inside. And I would just feel like, 
I couldn't control myself. I couldn't control my emotions. Um, I was everywhere. I would just explode or feel like I was in that same position when I was little, when all the kids used to uh, sit around me or gather around me and say that I was stupid. That, to me, is hell. Or when, you know, um, being raped and, you know, uh, a guy that raped you um, or uh, a guy, girl, whoever that raped you used to always put their hand on your shoulders a certain way. And anytime you had a relationship with somebody and they put their hand on their on your shoulder a certain way and rubbed you, it was almost like it was a flashback for you. That's hell. That's hell. Not being able to get over something and just feeling like you have no choice but to burn on the inside of you and deal with that trauma. Know that you don't have to, but that's something that I've learned in spirituality. I mean, I've learned so much. I am into tarot cards. Yes, I am. And I'm still boggled on why people are so afraid of some cards. They're cards. Honestly, I feel like you can use anything to cipher out your energy if you want to. Cards, however, you gotta, you know, you gotta quite a few of them. So when you deal them and something comes out, you got more chances of it giving you more of insight of what's going on with you, okay? But you can use really anything to cipher out your energy, really. I mean, honestly, even with Harry Potter, I feel like, or, you know, like witches or whatever, they use certain objects to cipher energy and to, you know, like get things to come out or bring things to them. That's all the cards are. But you people do that even in religion, Christianity. I must keep talking about Christianity. When you use oils to pray over people, what do you think that is, honey? What, what do you think that is? I use oils too. I might not use it in a church. I'm in my room, but I use oils almost the same way if I want to bless something or bring something to me. Use oils in the same way. Incense. You know, I didn't never think the incense was bad. Honestly, it just makes it smell good. But I love some incense. I love the, the smell. It's almost like aromatherapy, you know. But I didn't even know in the Catholic churches, and most of them, that little ball thing that they move around, they got the smoke in it. That's sage in there, baby. That's sage. I know y'all think, I know y'all thinking like this girl is crazy, but that's sage in there, boo. That's sage. And if if you don't know, sage is used to clear out negative spirits, and they're doing that in the church while they're praying. I do the same thing. I'm just in my house. All I'm doing is using some smoke. If you want to use oil until you feel like that it's going to get the negative energy out and praying over somebody, do it. I just happen to use sage instead of the oil, too, to get out some negative spirits and to pray over things. That's it. But anyway, being spiritual instead of religion has honestly, it has set me free from a lot of mindsets that I had. And I feel like I may not have a whole lot of money right now, booming friends and my Instagram popping and whatnot. You know, I may not have that, but I, as I'm talking to you right now, realize that my success right now, I've, I've already achieved it. 
in a way because it was so many times that I wanted to be out of that hell. I wanted to be positive. I wanted to just live a life. I wanted to be okay if somebody didn't like me. And I'm finally there. And I'm just now realizing that. That is success for me. Now, yeah, I want to have success as far as like, I want a uh, G-Wagon. I ain't even lying to y'all. This is real stuff I want. I want a G-Wagon. I want a house. You know, I want to be able to inspire people. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. The old Alicia seven years ago would have never had enough courage to come on here and talk about Christianity like I did and be okay with it. I would think, oh my God, what are they going to say on me? Oh, what are they going to do? They're going to condemn me. Oh my God, am I right or am I wrong? I'm probably going to hell for this. I'm not going to say that those thoughts don't cross my mind. Yeah, they do. Very, very slight now. I would say about 10% to the 90 of me being like, I don't give a fuck. But it has freed me so much. It has helped me to be the person I feel like that my spirit has come here to be. I came here to live life and live it abundantly, baby, while I'm here. Okay, and that is what I am going to do. But in order for me to do that, and you too, and you too, in order for you to do that, you might need to question your belief system. You might need to take a step back. And if you were like me, born into a religion that you had no choice of picking, I promise you, I promise you. There is nothing wrong with questioning it. I still hold on to some things that I was taught as I, if, when I was younger. But I also hold on to these things that I have taught myself of questioning what I was taught in the last past seven years. Okay? I have both. This is what works for me. Now, some people, you know, their religion that they are in right now works perfectly for them. You know, they get all the blessings. They pay their tithes. But that's because that's what you believe will work for you. (laughs) So that's why it's working. For me, this is what I believe works for me. I believe doing some tarot cards works for me. I believe that astrology works for me. And I also believe that, you know, living by Jesus teaches what he taught Leaving by Jesus teaches. Girl, what? Uh, living by what Jesus taught also works for me. You know, and some stuff in the Bible because people need, look, and I'm still looking through it. But let me tell you something. Astrology is in the Bible, honey. How do you think they found Jesus? Okay? By the star. I'll wait. Because they knew astrology then too. You had to follow the stars, honey, in order to know where you were going. Hello. Okay. And they also use sage and incense in there. Y'all better look at stuff. But anyway, even in your own religion, even if it's not um, Christianity, Buddhism, whatever teachings there, I bet you anything that if they didn't haven't taught you yet, there's probably some astrology or some sage or some about herbs or something in that teaching. Now watch out there now. But anyway, my tips. Let's let's end it with these tips, honey. Question start questioning. Tip 1. Start questioning 
your practice of what you do, your religious belief, if that's what you want to call it, what you believe in and why you believe in it. Is it because somebody told you to believe in it or did you get to pick it? Step two, look, how is it affecting you? Is it getting you to where you need to be? Is it getting you to be that CEO? Is it getting you that 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 um, G-Wagon car? Is it getting you to that place? Or is it getting you to the place where you're accepting something that you know is not what you want? You're accepting that apartment. You're accepting that, you know, oh, 2005 Corolla and keep rolling around in it, knowing that you're not happy, knowing that you want that Tesla, boo. Okay? Now, not saying, like I said, I don't have none of this stuff, but I'm working on it because I know it's all about what you think. It's all about where your mind is at. I'm still trying to get my mind around, you know, oh, third tip because I'm about to get on it. Affirmations. Start talking to yourself. Yes, I know y'all look at the, the old, you know, homeless people or people that you think crazy and they outside talking to themselves. Telling you, that's the best thing to do. I used to talk to myself and be like, oh my goodness, I find myself talking to myself like, oh my gosh, I must be crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I'm, I'm having dialect with myself and with my ancestors that you might not see. I am talking to my higher self and saying, okay, Alicia, okay, so... What are we doing? Why are you crying? I had a complete meltdown today, y'all, at work. Cause I'm, and I'm still kind of slightly melting. Slightly. Nowhere near as bad as what I used to. Let me tell you that. About, you know, my job situation and money and how it has slowed down so much. And I'm not getting paid as much as I used to. But then I have to be reminded. Higher self, Alicia. You ain't trying to work for nobody for too long. Why the hell are you worried about that? You trying to have your own Thing. You're trying to inspire people. You're trying to take people to a next level with their mindset. You 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 love fashion, boo. You ain't trying to work for nobody. You're not going to get where you need to go. You, me, in my life journey, working for somebody. I know that. But I have a hard time in believing. I still struggle with slight, slight views from when I grew up in religion I still think that the big man sometimes very few times like I said 10% sometimes that 10% creep in when I had enough sleep and it'd be like you don't deserve that you're not worthy you're not worthy the big man in this guy you've been you've been dealing with tarot cards Ugh. and you think you're gonna get that car no you're not not today not if this god can help it honestly that's what I'd be thinking or, oh, this person don't like you. Oh, well, this person unfollows you, so you obviously don't, you don't mean to inspire people. You're not here for that. Start meditating. Fourth, fourth tip. Start meditating. Meditate to get your mind to the point where you recognize when stuff like that is popping up and you can correct it immediately. So, those are my tips. Start questioning what you believe in. See how it is helping you. Um, oh, yeah. Um, meditate. Meditate, meditate. Get that mind right and do your affirmations. Those are my four tips. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm hoping to get some special guests on here, y'all. Like, for real, I got uh one girl that I'm going, uh, well, three people I got in mind that I'm, or four, that I'm absolutely bubbling excited about getting on this podcast and hearing what they have to say. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah, stick around. Stay tuned. Um, make sure you share this, like this. Um, if you know somebody that can benefit from this episode, please share it. Message me, comment on, um, my Instagram at a.mslay underscore lifestyle. Please, please make sure you do that. DM me, uh, comment up under one of my, the pictures that I put on there on my feed. Let me know what you think. Because I really, I really am fired up and excited about doing this podcast, y'all. And I want your feedback. So let me know, okay? Hope you have a great day. And remember, self-belief is the best belief. And self-love is the best love. Peace. Hey, guys. I'm so glad you made it to the end of the episode. I really appreciate everybody's comments and DMs that you're going to be sending me because I know you're going to be sending me some, okay? But um, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you share this. I hope you gain some great knowledge from this. If you're not already, follow me on a.mslay underscore lifestyle. I would love for you to follow me. I would love to hear your thoughts once again. Thank you so, so much for listening, okay? Hope you have an amazing afternoon, day, whatever time of day it is for you that you're listening to this. And I'll see you in the next one.